السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ There is a wall between reality and illusion. And if you live in illusion and if you get your sustenance from illusion and if illusion is what carries you through your life you can't see through that wall as what goes on in the world becomes less and less important and you lose your attachment to the world that wall becomes less opaque and begins to become transparent to the point where that wall may disappear and even though we stand and we live and we see and we touch illusion on a constant basis it has no impact on our existence because what we see is reality what we see is hak what we see is the truth and what is hak what is the truth the truth is that all that matters are the qualities of allah and that if we can understand that our life is the qualities of allah and that which remains with us are the qualities of allah that we have picked up and made part of us and that that's all that exists then we can begin to live in the truth bawa used to ask the question nanyar which in tamil means who am i as a matter of fact one of the people who came from sri lanka to the united states he named her nanyar uh so that that question was constantly being asked everywhere who am i who am i who am i and what we associate with what we see ourselves as are things that belong to the illusory world are things that belong <coughs> <coughs> to illusion they are not things that belong to reality so we are not our job we are not our title we are not our homes or our cars or any of the things that we have accumulated within the world we are none of these things so what are we and where is reality and how can it be found we are that which is beyond illusion we are that which is not connected to illusion we are that which is connected to the truth to reality to hak so if there's going to be a reality to us if we're going to be real people 
something has to happen. Now, I'm sure you've all heard when you talk, when people talk about people, he's not real. Uh, there's no substance to him. Um, you can't depend on him. There's no loyalty to him. Why? Because there's no hawk in him. There's no reality in him. People who don't understand loyalty, people who don't understand truth, don't understand real relationships. They cannot treat you in the way that Allah treats you. And the only way to be treated is the way Allah treats you. They are constantly absorbed in themselves to the point where they can't give. And what does God do? God gives. So, if you're going to have friends, don't have friends who are not real. Don't have friends who don't have compassion. Don't have friends who aren't kind. Don't have friends who aren't helpful. Don't have friends who are only interested in their titles, the amount of money they can make, and what they can accomplish in the world. You're going to be incredibly disappointed. Why? Because it's very easy for Satan to enter into those people. And even though those people may declare themselves to be your best friend, when Satan enters them because of their qualities, they are going to react to you as if you had never known them, as if you had never met them, as if you had never done anything for them. They have no gratitude. Uh, there's a basketball player from Philadelphia whose name is Allen Iverson, who was just inducted uh, into the Hall of Fame last year. And he said in his speech, which was a wonderful speech, he said, I thank you, God, for all the friends and, that you've given me during my life and all of the people who've helped me. And I also thank you for all of the people who said that they were my friends and showed themselves to be who they really are and I was able to see it. And it's really important. It was a great lesson for everybody who listened to that speech. People hide. People hide their true personas so that you don't know who they are. And they get close to you so that they can take advantage of you. But then one day, Allah will show them to you. And he'll show the reality of them to you. And you have to be thankful because you've learned another lesson. You've learned more about illusion. And that illusion can exist in people as well as in everything else around us. So, <clears throat> we, as individuals, have to make sure that we know about dignity, and that we know about loyalty, and that we know about kindness, 
and helping people. And we also, you know, one, one of these old, uh, my mother told me, if you can't be kind to somebody, then walk away. <laughs> Don't be unkind. All of these aphorisms uh, that you hear over and over and over, they're all true. That's why they've been around for so long. And that's why your mother's told them to you, or maybe your father's. We need to learn consistency in our being. And when we can't be consistent to the right, we should walk away while we are in the left. We should not allow ourselves to indulge in that torpor that takes away our dignity. We should not allow ourselves to indulge in the torpor of backbiting, in the torpor of criticizing other people, in the torpor of getting pleasure from other people's weaknesses, from other people's faults, and from other people's difficulties. We should do away with that kind of thinking and that kind of being. And when we are in the midst of people who talk that way, we should excuse ourselves. Because if they don't have somebody to listen to them, (laughs) they have to stop. So we have to move out of the way so that we are not an active participant, not only in speech, but in listening, in allowing ourselves to be involved in that kind of thing. But to make you feel a little better, uh, Raghavan, one of the people from Sri Lanka, told a story about Baba, who was walking down the street, and across the street there was a man who had constantly been denigrating Baba and uh, lying and slandering him. And Baba walked across the street to him and gave him 50 rupees, which at that time was a lot of money. And then Bao walked back across the street and went on to where he was going. And Raghavan went up to Bao and said, I saw you give him money. You know who he is. Why did you give him money? He, Bao answered, the ones who accuse you falsely and denigrate you falsely take your karma from you, and it attaches to them. So I was paying him for taking my karma. I was paying him for what he has done for me. So we may all owe other people a lot of money, (laughs) but it's not a debt you have to repay. But the point is that that's the way of the world. That's the way Allah has set it up. But you should also understand that if you get involved in that, you're taking on the karma of others. So, stay small. Stay alone. Stay uninvolved. Stay removed from all of these kinds of things. There are books written on why not to gossip and why not to backbite. And why not to talk about other people? And the reason there are books written about it 
is because it's very important to know that these things should not be involved with. And that's why, inshallah, we try not to involve ourselves with those kinds of things here. Uh, we try not to be political. We try uh, not to be involved in all of the crazinesses that goes on in the world. What we should be trying to do is become furnaces for love. Love can do amazing things even though you may not realize it. So, what we need to do is walk love around. We need to be a beacon of light that when we enter into a space, that light is evident, even though people may not know where it's coming from. That light has effect. Bawa's mere presence changed people. The Holy One's presence changes people. Because what comes from them actually alters the way people are. Love affects change. Even though you may not realize that it's affecting change, love affects change. And the people who it affects may not even be aware of the fact that they're changing, but they change. And they become confused because all of a sudden they see things a little bit differently than they used to. And if they continue to see things a little bit differently than they used to, maybe, God willing, eventually, they'll begin to understand that this is what they should be looking for in their lives. And then they will begin a life that's on the path of righteousness and on the path of the truth, as opposed to on the path of illusion and the path of Satan. We are told in the Quran that when we meet people who need advice, we should advise them. But we can't go any further than that. We can't use force. We can't intimidate. We merely advise. And if they don't want to be advised, we go on. It is not for us to force truth onto people. Why? Because it doesn't work. And if you try to force truth on the pe- onto people, eventually it takes more and more and more and more and more severe circumstances in order to accomplish that. And then people get under the illusion that severity somehow alters circumstances to the point where they think to make somebody change the best thing you can do for them is kill them and that's what's preached if they won't change kill them yet the Quran says advise we need to be the ones who walk through the world with a soft hand 
with a soft voice, with a soft attitude, with a forgiving essence, with a peaceful nature that is here to help, not to intimidate, not to coerce, just to help. The prophet said, a smile is charity. And those were well-chosen words, because a smile indicates a lot of things. It indicates kindness, it indicates compassion, it indicates mercy, it indicates softness, it indicates vulnerability, it indicates a lot of very positive things. So, we need to be the ones who smile. We need to be the ones who help, not the ones who impose. There's a difference between helping and imposing. And we need to understand that difference. And I saw a uh, line yesterday, or not yesterday, within the last few days, that I thought was incredibly well put. It said, the ones you rescue end up rescuing you. And what's that mean? That means that which you put out there to save others comes back to you because of the reciprocal nature of this existence. That which you give is that which you get. So the ones that you help, help you. You may know that um, an evil man, I think this is a hadith, uh, or just a story. Uh, An evil man was being judged, and it was found that he helped a cat at one time, and was very, very kind to it. And that put him over into the ones who would be saved. Well, again, he rescued the cat, and the cat rescued his soul. So, every time you rescue something, every time you help someone or something, the reward isn't going to be for you at this moment, but the reward is an escrow. The reward is going to be able to be used when you buy your house for eternity. We need to understand that. And we need to believe that. We can't be looking to have gratitude displayed to us. Because that's not the nature of the world. The only ones who look for gratitude are the ones who don't understand the reality of gratitude. Gratitude is something that we give to Allah, not something that we look to get. We need to understand that. And we need to be in a state of gratitude. We need to be aware of all of the gifts that we are constantly being given. 
we need to be aware and grateful for each of them. If we walk around being grateful for the air that we breathe and the water we're given to drink, our attitude is entirely different. Imagine, here I am, and I can breathe. And that breath is supplied by Allah. And without it, life wouldn't exist. Yet, around me is all the air I need. Not only all the air I need, but all the air everybody else needs. What an amazing thing. How great is our Lord that he's given us all this. Look at the plentitude on the table and the food that we're given. More than enough to sustain us. Enough to make us fat, as a matter of fact. But Allah keeps giving and giving and giving. He has given us everything that we need. Yet, in our mind, in our imagination, and from the roots of our desire, we believe we need more. Now, in our moments of lucidity, we know we have everything. It's in our moments of sadness and depression that we think we need more. So, we need to know, and we need to tell ourselves, and convince ourselves, that we are triple blessed, and given all that we need. And stay in that zone. Stay in that zone of contentment. Because when we are in that zone of contentment, we are peaceful. And peaceful is one of the names of Allah. Salam is one of the names of Allah. And if we stay in that zone, we're close to Him. And that's where we want to be. We want to stay close to him. But if we become political, we get upset. Why? Because politics is like a roller coaster. It's up and down and around and keeps changing as people's attitudes towards the illusion they live in changes. So, do we want to ride with illusion, or do we want to ride with consistency? God is consistent. Politics is not. God is consistent. Political leaders are not. So, we need to turn away from all of the things that put us in stress. We need to turn away from all of the things that make us think we are deficient. We need to turn away from all of the things that we think that can save us that come from the world. Do we think our politicians can save us? Do we think our armies can save us? Do we think that the Secretary of Defense is going to make the difference as to whether there's war or not? Or do we believe that a little tiny man sitting on a bed in Philadelphia 20 years ago kept peace in this country. <laughs> Which do you believe in? Do you believe that the holy people in this world are what keep it intact? 
or that the various political leaders are what keep it intact. Think about what you really believe in. And then think about what you think the truth is. You should be able to come to your own answers. But what I can say is, as long as we turn towards God, God will turn towards us. And we need him to turn towards us. We need his protection. We need his grace. We need his love. We need his kindness. And if we can reflect his protection, his love, his grace, and his kindness, we will be a shining moon unto the world that helps bring peace into this place. We will be his assistants. What greater thing can there be than to be Allah's assistant? May we learn to reflect his truth. May we learn to see his truth so we can reflect it. May that happen for each of us. Amin, amin. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.